Galveston Unscripted. Galveston is known today for its bustling cruise ships, cargo port, and tourist attractions. But did you know that Galveston has been home to significant military aviation operations and a few fascinating aviators? At first glance, you may not notice the geographic significance of Galveston Island, especially for national defense purposes. It's easy to overlook the structures and strategic placement of military bases and artillery batteries these days, as some have been overrun by nature, like Fort San Jacinto on the east end, overlooking the entrance to the ship channel, and even Fort Crockett, which is now intertwined with a hotel resort standing tall over the seawall. Army and naval forces have used Galveston Island as a base of operations since the days of the Republic of Texas. In the 1830s, the Texas Navy and Ragtag Army of Texas used Galveston as a headquarters and base of operations for both defensive and offensive purposes during the Texas Revolution, as Galveston was one of the closest established harbors to Mexico. When Texas entered the United States in 1845, Galveston Island and the bustling port was no stranger to United States naval vessels using the port as a duty station. After the Civil War, the United States military increased its presence in Galveston, eventually using Galveston to ramp up the country's coastal defenses. By the late 1890s, Fort Crockett was established at the extreme west end of the city limits, between 45th and 53rd Street. Here, the U.S. government would bolster against potential attacks from the sea, and have troops ready to be shipped out directly from the port of Galveston at a moment's notice. World War I, between 1914 and 1918, and its devastating effect on countries who participated, was pivotal with respect to geopolitics and technological innovation. The most striking development of the World War was in the air. It was the first major war in which airplanes were used for military operations. The airplane was invented by the Wright brothers in 1903, just 11 years before the start of World War I. When the war first began, aircraft played a small role in warfare. But by the war's end, the United States Army Air Corps had become an essential branch of the armed forces. A new arm of combat came into being through this medium and supplemented and assisted the activities of other armed forces. The United States Army Air Corps was a separate branch of the Army of the United States and was created by the National Defense Act of June 4, 1920. By the early 1920s, Fort Crockett was home to a military facility of the United States Army Coast Artillery Corps to protect the coast from potential attacking naval vessels and the United States Army Air Corps 3rd Attack Group to protect the Texas coast from the air. Daring pilots often used the expansive open beaches to take off and land their aircraft. The location of the modern-day Galveston Municipal Airport, known as Skulls Field, was a popular watermelon field. It became a location to take off and land even before concrete runways were constructed. Oyster shells and gravel runways were suitable for the small planes of the day. An official airport was established in 1931 to support Galveston's growing gambling and entertainment industry. In 1932, Fort Crockett became the inaugural operational unit to receive 11 A-8 Shrike attack aircraft, marking the debut delivery of the military's first all-metal mono-wing aircraft to a forward operational unit. In 1934, the 3rd Attack Group was relocated to Barksdale, Louisiana. Before the Second World War, the Galveston Municipal Airport was temporarily named Corrigan Airport for Galvestonian Douglas Wrongway Corrigan. Douglas Corrigan was a remarkable American aviator, famous for his audacious 1938 transcontinental flight. Corrigan was a proficient aircraft mechanic who contributed to building Charles Lindbergh's Spirit of St. Louis. Corrigan had been denied permission to fly from New York to Ireland. 
Despite claiming navigational error, he skillfully piloted his aircraft over the Atlantic Ocean, a journey that defied his filed flight path. Corrigan's intentional error remains an intriguing chapter in aviation history. In 1942, during World War II, the airport was redesignated as a United States Army Air Corps base and named Galveston Army Airfield. Two 6,000-foot hard-surface runways were constructed at the airport to accommodate Army aircraft, along with a few shorter runways to accommodate smaller planes. Some of the same 1940s concrete runways are still used to this day. In January 1943, Galveston Army Airfield was officially activated and had the 46th Bombardment Group flying the Douglas A-20 Havoc in the anti-submarine role in the Gulf of Mexico until it was replaced by the 10th Anti-Submarine Squadron. The field was primarily used for replacement crew gunnery training and was constructed at a cost of $7 million and had around 2,500 personnel at its peak. The Army Airfield was deactivated on November 15, 1945, with ownership deeded back to the city of Galveston. The existing terminal was complete in 1949 and renamed Skulls Field in honor of airport manager and aviation pioneer Bob Skulls, one of the first Texas aviators. Bob Skulls was flying small planes in the 1920s before the issuance of pilot licenses. Using East Beach as his runway, he would give rides and perform daring aerial maneuvers over Galveston Island. He was eventually ordered by the city of Galveston to cease his bold demonstrations. Now, Skulls Field was ready to support the growing entertainment industry in Galveston, with 966 acres of bolstered airport that could handle almost any aircraft, paid for by the United States government. The airport became a regular destination for commercial and private flights. In the 1950s and 60s, the expansive runways were used as a racetrack for car racing and other types of entertainment. Over the years, the airport has seen various commercial passenger airlines come and go, including Braniff, Southwest, and Continental Airlines. In the late 1970s, commercial airline service ceased due to lack of demand, but the airport remained self-sufficient through its general aviation activities and other revenue streams. Today, it is a general aviation airport operated and maintained by the city of Galveston. It serves as a popular alternative to the busy airports in Houston and attracts a mix of vacationers, business flyers, and helicopters, transferring crews and supplies to offshore oil platforms in the Gulf of Mexico. The airport also plays a significant role in medical transportation, with daily flights bringing patients to nearby hospitals, such as UTMB. Intricately woven into the fabric of Galveston's history is a hidden legacy of air bases and military aviation operations that once safeguarded its shores. As the city of Galveston continues to oversee this storied airport, it stands as a testament to the island's enduring connection to aviation and its ever-evolving contributions to the world beyond its shores. This is Galveston Unscripted. To dive into everything Galveston, check out visitgalveston.com.